everyone. This is episode 494 of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast for Friday, July 6th, 2018. I am your host, Mark Gignez. And today, I'm going to talk about some movies, because I've watched more Criterion Collection movies. And some Nidhogg 2, in addition to a few other games I've already talked about. But I think I'll start with the movies. So, I mentioned that I was going to be watching Blowout soon, which is a Brian De Palma film, and that I historically am not a huge fan of De Palma's. And I also think I, I said, I thought maybe he did Eyes Wide Shut. He did not. I think that was a Kubrick movie, um, which that could be another mistake, but I know it's not De Palma. Um, but Blowout is a movie where John Travolta is this sound effect guy, and one night he is in this park uh, just trying to find sounds for usage in a movie and whatnot. He, he does a lot of slasher horror movies. And while he's out there finding noises uh, and what have you, he witnesses and hears a car get a blowout and swerve into a lake. And in the car is a man and a woman. The man is dead. He can't save the man. But the woman is still alive. He breaks her out. And then he goes to the cops and all that jazz. But he's, you know, because he's so uh, attuned with audio and all that, he's not sure that it was just an accident. And he's recorded it on the tape and all that jazz. So he, he discovers that it wasn't a blowout, that somebody shot out the tire. And that's what caused the car to uh, turn into the, the lake. And he goes and sees that the tire was actually shot out. Um, though eventually somebody comes in and changes the tire. And ends up erasing his audio and stuff like that. But um, it's about Travolta's character trying to figure out what exactly happened. And there's something not exactly right about the woman. And there's just a lot of things that he has questions about. And he just wants to find the answers. He just wants to figure out this mystery. Because he knows what people think happened didn't happen that there's more to the story than meets the eye um but i really 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 liked it i was super surprised given how much i'm not a huge fan of De Palma, and i'm not a huge fan of nancy allen who is in a lot of De Palma films and is also from uh, the partner from robocop i believe but she was she was fine in there and there were a few actors i didn't know were going to be in it that are uh not huge actors one's a bit huger than the other not in terms of size but also in terms of size one is a bit huger than the other um but i really really enjoyed it it was a solid mystery with a really good good ending and when i say really good good i could have just said great and not used three words but what are you going to do? Um, I, I really, really liked it and immediately was like, okay, I need to add this to my collection because this is just great. This is a wonderful film. And I also searched uh, De Palma's films ranked, like where people rank the movies. And a lot had Blowout at the top or very close to the top. And I was surprised because I'd never even really heard of it until, I don't know, a few months ago or so when I was just... I think it might have been like last November when I just looked through the entire Criterion Collection and I just looked at everything. I was like, huh, John Travolta? Hmm. I like I liked their 
case art. Uh, what is this? Oh, this sounds interesting. Oh, De Palma? I don't know. But uh, I really, really enjoyed it. And then I rewatched Bottle Rocket for the first time in a very long time. And I, like I said, I'm hit or miss when it comes to Wes Anderson. But Bottle Rocket is great. It is super great. And part of it is because it is an early work and it's not overly busy with so many characters and side stories and a bunch of crazy nonsense going on. It's a very tight picture, a nice tight hour and a half. And it's got a great script and it's really well acted and it's just a really, really fun, silly kind of kooky, weird robbery movie. I really liked it a lot, uh, which is nice. So that was another pleasant surprise. And then did I watch something else? I can't remember. I started, I started watching The Butterfly Effect because I remember liking that. And I do not like that movie at all anymore. Holy crap, the kid acting is really, really bad. And it's just got some terrible writing in it. And I don't know. I, I, I look at some movies that I enjoyed as a kid and I think, man... You were such a dumbass kid. What a dumb kid you were. Um, but Blowout and Bottle Rocket, two movies that begin with the letter B, are great. Which are are they're beautiful. It's not a it's not a good descriptor, but that begins with B too. Yahoo! Ned um, Hawkchu. This is a game I already played on PS4 and really enjoyed it. And now it's coming to Xbox One, I believe, around the 19th of July. I got a code for it, and I've been playing a bit of it. Can't really comment on the online play, so maybe the online will be really broken, and I would not be able to recommend the game. But I played locally, and the arcade mode, and beat that. And it's still a hell of a lot of fun unsurprisingly which is great because it's a great game and I, I love that it's on xbox now and more people get to play it i think it's does it already come out on switch or is it coming to switch I, i'm not sure um but i'm playing on xbox one like i said and i forgot how beautiful the game is it is disgusting but it is beautiful it's beautifully disgusting and disgustingly beautiful but like i mentioned back when i played it on ps4 the visuals while they are beautiful they they do sometimes get in the way. They do sometimes overwhelm me at least and become a bit of a distraction. And I miss the simplicity of the first Nidhogg, which is reminiscent of something like N, the N series, which gives you simplistic visuals that still look really good, but they don't distract you from the gameplay, which sometimes the visuals in Nidhogg 2 do. But it is a gorgeous game, and I love everything about it except for the bow and arrow i hate the bow and arrow i will never ever enjoy it you can defend it all you want i don't care i hate it it's a stupid weapon i don't like it it should be tossed in a fire and never come back but other than the the bow and arrow i really love the game and it's super fun it's just and a testament to how fun and accessible it is is that i played a little bit with my dad and he really enjoyed it and if you can make a game where my dad enjoys it and it, it can pick it up immediately, you got yourself a winner. That is always my 
prime way of telling if a game is something special. Because if my dad can pick it up and if my dad can enjoy it, anyone can enjoy it and pick it up. So when it does come out, unless, like I said, I find out that the online play is incredibly broken for some weird reason, I think it's absolutely worth picking up. The the one thing I'm disappointed with, I, I think maybe the Xbox One version has a few exclusive levels or something, which may have been in the arcade mode. I don't know because it's been a while since I've played it and I wouldn't remember. I They all felt familiar i think there might have been a snowy one that i don't remember exactly being in the original version that had you on like icebergs or not icebergs but like blocks of ice that would raise and lower and it made it a bit more challenging if you are someone who's really into throwing your weapon which i am um especially have that bow and arrow just throw that thing immediately and just run at him and try to kick him in the face and stomp him to death but um, I think it would have been super, super, super cool if, unless there's some kind of weird permanent exclusivity deal, if this version of Nidhogg 2 came with the original version since that never came out on Xbox. I'm pretty sure it never did. If it did and I don't own it, then that's weird. But um, it would be cool if that happened. Though, of course, if it, if it did come out at some point and I just don't know, and then someone just punch me in the face. Throw your bow and arrow. Your bow and arrow. Your boar. Throw your boar. Your big fat pig at me. And an arrow. In the knee. And God. Why did I say that? But Nidhogg 2 is still fantastic. Even on the Xbox. That's right. Even on the Xbox. Nidhogg 2 is still great. Other than that. I played some more. Uh, a bit more Red Faction Guerrilla Remastered Edition. Which still suffers from the same problems. You know, um, the the gunplay is not fun. The driving is fine. The the story is meh. Uh, you know, when you get the little cutscenes, it doesn't look that great because they didn't. I mean, it's low res stuff, low res videos. But the destruction is still great, and that's that's the the heart and soul of Red Faction Guerrilla, and. Yeah, it's something that I would just say, wait for a sale, because I, I still think it's a bit too rough around the edges and a bit too old-feeling and dated to really recommend over new games and whatnot. Um, especially, you know, it's a $60 game, I believe. I don't think it's discounted Also, You could pick up a handful of great indie smaller titles for the same price, like Nidhogg 2 and a few others, so why not just do that? Uh, and then I played some more of The Crew 2, and I still really enjoy it, but the one thing I want to mention that I never really got to is that while I do really like it, and it's what I expected from it, and I just like this game that I can drive around and relax in and just, you know, explore the world. It's fun for me to just do that. It's a nice, just relaxing game I can turn my brain off and just drive in. The one thing I'm really, really, really disappointed with is that, and I mentioned this the first time I talked about it because I, I was playing it early before it had its official release with the standard edition, is that it was pretty dead in terms of the online stuff. And I thought, oh, maybe when the standard version comes out for everyone, it'll be much more lively. It is not. It feels very dead. I never run into other cars when I'm just 
driving around the environment. I don't really see names either. So it just feels like a very, very lonely, isolated experience in this incredibly large world, which is a bit depressing because that, that was part of, that was something that I would have really liked to have had, uh, you know, where you're just driving around and then you cross paths with someone. I, I never cross paths with anyone who could maybe, Hey, you want to race? They flash your headlights at me and other open world racers were like, Hey, you want to do this? This person's challenging to this or that. It's like, no, it's just me all by myself. And that's a bit disappointing, but I still enjoy it for what it is. Um, but I knew what it was going in and I wasn't expecting the world. So I got what I expected in the same way that I really enjoyed No Man's Sky when I got it because I knew what it was. I wasn't expecting the, the greatest game ever made, the game to destroy all other games. I was expecting what it ended up being, just this relaxing little game that I can go on planets that are a little bit different, have weird looking creatures and things that I can explore and find and you know monuments and these things that teach me the language and I can run into aliens every now and again. Um, and I, I cannot wait for that game. Holy crap. No Man's Sky Next is one of my most anticipated games of the year. And I I just can't wait. But um, yeah, that will do it for this episode of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Marcus Nez. Y'all can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Xbox Live, Monomalist, Steam, Twitch, all the usual places at PX Sausage. On PSN, I'm the Kush3. The site is, of course, pixelatedsausage.com, where you can find this podcast and the Pixelated Paranormal Podcast, which are both available on podcast services across the globe, like Stitcher Radio, Apple Podcasts, and the Google Play Store. And if you'd like to check out the art I do, you can go over to pxsart.com to check it all out. And if you see something you like, there'll be a little link where you can uh, purchase a print of the piece that you fancy. And if you'd fancy supporting the site and everything we do, please go over to patreon.com slash pxs and support us that way. Uh, and of course, you can always watch a video of this podcast or other videos like my anime reviews, which got more that are recorded and ready to be edited and soon posted. One of them is a very surprising review. And in, in that I was surprised by how much I like that series. Uh, but you'll have to wait to see that. But that is all over at youtube.com slash pixelated sausage. And that, my friends, will really do it. Okay? Okay. Have a wonderful rest of your Friday and a wonderful weekend. I'll see you again Monday. <laughs>